How's it going, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another episode of the Suncast Podcast. I am Reagan Harrell, and I am with my amazing co-host in his second episode, and he already has one up on me. He's 1-0 on the podcast so far. He beat me in baseball. How did y'all let that happen? It was up to you. The people who have listened to me grow this, and now I don't even, I don't even know if it's my podcast anymore. Josh, you beat me in baseball. How does it feel? How does it feel to get that first dub out of the way? Uh, the first dub, you know, it's you know, it's always a it's a big big time thing competing with you because you know you're you're the one who started this, and <laughs> you've uh, got a bunch of relationships with all these all these players, and I'm just a newbie. But you know, I you know I play fantasy football, so I just know how to draft teams, man. <laughs> Hey, I get that. I, you know, I think the listeners, they wanted to keep me on my toes a little bit. I, yeah, I yes, sir. Yeah, but I do think I have a good chance of evening the the playing field today because just like last week with baseball, this week we are doing a softball draft. The only change is instead of three pitchers, excuse me, four pitchers, we're going to go two pitchers and it will be a completely random draft. So we're not doing – we're picking catcher now. We're picking first base. It'll be all over the board. We'll go wherever, whenever. But before we get into that, we have a couple of stepping stones along the way, including we are back with our sponsor, L. Butteron, Mr. Vaughn over at Weber International University. You know where he's at, right there next to Minimax, the best empanadas. Look, the cheese and guava empanada is worth the drive if you go to Southeastern or Warner University. Weber, anything on the menu, you got to go. The chicken power bowl is simply amazing. He has even started to get into some healthier options for the athletes at Weber and all around the Sun Conference. That's Mr. Bond at El Baron right there next to Minimax right down the road from Weber International University. And if you don't know where that's at, well, just DM Suncast Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, and we will point you in the right direction. All right, Mr. Blackmore, you've been a pretty busy man of late, a little bit of summer league ball, like a lot of baseball athletes across the conference. How's it been going for you lately? Uh, summer ball has been going really good so far. Um, um, the team I'm on, we started out uh, a little slow. And as of late, we've been – I think we've won four or five out of our last six or seven, something like that. We've been playing playing a lot better. And personally, I've been I've been playing very well, kind of picking up where I left off in, in the World Series in yes, Lewiston with, with the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely going good, and I'm ready to get back. I'm already ready to get back to Weber, try and take another trip to Lewiston. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I think Weber's going to get there um... – we're going to talk a lot more about Weber and Weber baseball next week with the segment I told you about uh, earlier that we'll talk about again after this episode. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, the look ahead, it will be very fun. It will be a Weber cast episode next week for all our lovely Southeastern listeners out there. But, however, we are doing a softball draft today, so I feel like Southeastern is going to be getting plenty of love as they made it all the way to the semifinals in Columbus, Georgia, and the College Softball World Series up there. That was an amazing time. Josh, if you're ready, I am ready to go on ahead and hop right into this draft. I'm ready to roll, and because I feel a little bit bad that I, you know, I took the throw, and I'll let you get the first pick. Oh, Josh, you're such a sweet guy, such a nice guy. But that's a terrible decision because I am picking – 
the Sun Conference Player of the Era U19 Australian team member. Lady batting four, five on the year with 38 stolen bases and 50 RBIs. The Aussie, 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 Jamie Mead from Southeastern University. She will be my pick. Josh, there's just something about playing second base at Southeastern. It just makes you a little bit different. Her and Brian Fuentes, both amazing, amazing players, dude. Well, um, since it is my pick now, I'm going to be a homer. And I'm just going to – I'm going to start strong on the mound. I'm going to take the lovely Kayla Swinson from Weber. Wonderful pick. Yeah, Kayla – I think Kayla was the best pitcher in the conference, maybe even in the country. I mean, she led the entire nation in ERA with a .88 and absolutely dominant over 200 innings in the circle, man. I don't don't even think that's a homer pitch. I think – she, I mean, she was arguably the best player in the conference. Uh, definitely top two or three. Just what she did on the mound. I mean, just – I don't want to say carried Weber, but she was definitely a huge reason on why the Warriors made it through the Hattie's – or, excuse me, won the tournament, then made it through the Hattiesburg Regional into Columbus, man. No, that's a great pick. Are we going to go snake draft or are we going to go back and forth? Um, I think we can just – Go back and forth, honestly, because we're not going like position by position. You go that's with fine. that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um. Okay. I think next I will go. I need to get someone in the mound. Uh, and I think I'm gonna have to actually stay in Lakeland, dude. Um, I think I'll go with the with the freshman with the voodoo magic herself, Claire Seconder, twenty five and seven, a sub two ERA. Get this, she averaged almost a strikeout an inning, dude. 189 innings and 175 strikeouts. So when Southeastern ultimately did get eliminated, they played science and arts out of Oklahoma. Great team. And the pitcher's mind, I, I'm completely blanking on it. I wish I had it down to my notes. But not against Southeastern. She tied the record. But in the next game against Mobile, she broke the record for the most strikeouts in NAI softball history. And during the game, Claire Seconder was pitching for Southeastern. And I looked at some of the guys in the booth and I'm like, you know, th- th- this young lady over here is going to break the record either, either this game or if they beat Southeastern in the next game. But the person that's going to break that record may very well be sharing the circle with her. And I truly believe that like in her, her freshman year, she had 175 strikeouts. And she shared the mound very, you know, softball you usually have one very strong pitcher and then one that, that'll have less innings. But Autumn Hunter was the other pitcher for Southeastern, and they were pretty 50-50 on the year. Uh, Hunter's entering her last year, and second year still has three more years, and she's only going to get better. She just got some nasty, nasty stuff, and the strike, she's a strikeout pitcher. So that's who I got in the circle. Back to Josh for your next pick. So, with my next pick, I will so I will also stay in Lakeland, and I'm gonna go with a power bat here. Okay, um, Haley Harrell. Ooh, lovely last name. It must be uh, must be something in the water. Must be. I don't know if there's any relation there. Yeah, Haley. Haley was awesome, dude. Um, unfortunately, she put Weber's season on the brink. He actually hit the walk-off against Weber and Columbus. Only player in the World Series with multiple home runs. I will take that in yeah, my three-hole. 
very clutch, very clutch hitter. Had that one. In fact, she scored the only run against Science and Arts there at the end, her solo shot. Uh, very good glove, too, out in center field for the fire. Now, that's a very good pick. You got a great fielder and a great uh, bat, without a doubt. All right. Um, do we stick in Lakeland or do I venture outwards? Let's see. We are – I think the I think their Southeasters gonna have to change their name, their their nickname for me from Webercast to Firecast after after this episode because I'm sticking in Lakeland, dude. I'm taking the stolen base queen herself with seven. She went imagine so you're a catcher and you're about to go up against a guy, and let's say he gets on base through a single or walk. And his stat line reads 74 stolen bases on 75 attempts. What's your thought process? Um, try and pick her off somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, try to get her off somehow. So I'm going to have to go with the, my designated player, my DP. I'm going to go Riley Sanders. I mean, 383. She had 69 runs. And she was – dude – so something about Southeastern. I know you, you're not a big softball guy. I understand that 100. Do you? I actually, I actually am. I grew up, I grew up on the game. So this. Oh, you are. I, okay. My sister played. Actually, my sister is a Sun Conference alum. She played softball at Ave Maria University. So I am familiar with the Sun Conference. Oh, so. Okay. Oh, see, he's my cousin. I, I don't know everything about. It. We get to know each other better. But um, the Southeastern was hell on the bases this year, dude. I mean, they ended the year with, I think, right under 240 total stolen bases, 74 of them coming from Riley Sanders. She is just that little bit of fire speed that I need right at the top of my lineup. That will play. Yes, sir. And I'm going to go across the lake myself and select a good friend of mine, and I'm going to select Ashton Owen from Warner. A solid, very good pick. Very power, good power bat, lockdown outfielder. Mm-hmm. Have fun hitting the ball in the air. Not great. Have fun goal. hitting the ball in the air. Well, I think my team is has got a lot of great, very good chance of being able to hit the ball in the air. And let's see who is good at hitting the ball in the air. I think I'll go with someone that I know very well and know that can hit hit a lot of them in the air, and that is Miss Mimi Maggard of Weber International University. Damn you. Damn me. I knew you, I, I, I had to get her because I knew she was coming up on your big board, man. That was my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's another good uh, couple of good infielders, but I'm going to have to stick her in the six hole at shortstop. Very good glove there. Good speed with 13 doubles, four home runs, five triples. And she was eight for eight on stolen bases, three thirty-one. Perfect to go right there in the middle of that lineup. Um, so for my next pick, I'm going to stay on my side of the lake <laughs> and select one of the most clutch players at Weber International and go with Abigail Thompson. Shout Absolutely. out to Abigail for always making me some great food in the Union. By the way, that is right. She do be cooking it up in the in the Union, dude. And that's a great pick, and also. Um, for those who don't know, she will be sta- – she just graduated from Weber, but she will be staying in the Sun Conference. She is going to be a GA at Thomas University. It's going to be a nice – staying with uh, green and black, too. 
That is pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. And you know what? I think speaking of Thomas University, I think I will get my first baseman from Thomas. I will get age Killingsworth, power bat, 39 RBI, six home runs, and pretty good contact, too, with a 3.88 average. That's pretty pretty solid. I think that will play another good bat and on team Reagan. All right. So... Hey, let's uh let let's look right now. So, what's your team looking like? Where are you at? Um, I have Kayla in the circle. Okay. I have Abigail Thompson at third base. Okay. Haley Harrell in left, and Ashton Owen in center. All right. And where am I? At? Claire Seconder on the mound. Adriana Killingsworth at first. Jamie Mead at second, and Mimi Maggard at short. And Riley Sanders at the DP. All right. Got it. So. You're so... I will I will go I will go back to Lakeland and I will solidify my pitching staff and I will go with Autumn Hunter. Very solid. That'll play. Great pick. Great pick. I, I think Autumn I think if you're looking at number two pitchers in the country, you're not gonna find a better. She's a number one pitcher on ninety-five percent of the staffs in the country. Just have his Claire Seconder just come on to be probably the best freshman in the NAI this year. Uh, Autumn Hunter, great pick, you know, 15 and 4, 1.77 ERA. Um, something I found interesting about her, though, and, you know, wa- watching her uh, throughout the conference in Columbus, you know, she didn't rack up a ton of strikeouts, but you want to talk about a weak contact hitter that played to that awesome infield that had Ellison at short, Meade at second, and just being able to fire it out there. She very good pick. You know, you're not going you, – you're going to hit it. You might hit it, but I promise you ain't going to hit it too far. So, yeah, great pick. Way to uh, go ahead and solidify your pitching there, bud. Good luck hitting in the air. Yeah, exactly. Uh, good. God. I got some bats, dude. But you you got two pitchers who are unbelievably. And I, and I think, my friend, I think that is just how I won the baseball poll because mm-hmm. I just had locked down arms. Moving on. Ah, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, gosh, where will we go next? Should I finish up the infield or should I get someone behind the plate? I think I'll go behind the plate and I will go with Kayla Rowell. From... There's no way you just did that. I literally I'm, typed I'm her name in on my roster. Bro, I'm re- Huh? I'm right for it. I know it's your, it's your pick, but that's what I was going to select. I know, bro. I I figured I figured out how you draft. So now I'm here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But she uh no, Ro- Roel is a perfect pick. Honestly, a little surprised she did slide down this far. She led a coastal Georgia team who throughout most of the year like they were going to be a lock-in for Columbus. Unfortunately, they ended the year not so great and then got a very, very tough draw in the regional plague having to go out to mobile alabama however roa played extremely well with the 353 average and led the mariners with 45 rbis and five home runs not too shabby and i'm gonna i'm gonna go down south a bit for my next pick all right i'm gonna solidify the left side of my infield with this young lady had a 371 average with 
43 hits, 11 doubles, and six home runs, 31 RBIs. I will go with Daniela Batista at shortstop. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, Daniela was, you know, St. Thomas, not exactly one of the stronger teams in the conference, but Daniela was absolutely insane. Only 32 RBIs, but I think that's one of those numbers that definitely could be a production of, you know, not exactly the best uh, batting averages around her getting on. I think if you put her on someone like uh, Weber, who gets a, a lot on base, I think that number could easily be in the mid 40, probably even pushing into 50. Yeah, I was very impressed with those numbers, and I had to, I had to snag the shortstop to solidify that left side of the infield. Gotcha. You know, my lineup. Um, yeah, I, I waited till last week to get a lot of speed. I went ahead and get some, got some pretty good speed early with uh, Riley. I think I'm just gonna go on ahead and get some more, man. I will go back to Weber and get Kelsey Friend, uh, three twenty six hitter, forty. Stolen bases on 47 attempts, very solid. Not a whole lot in the power hitting, but not what I'm looking for. She was a nine-hole hitter at Weber. I think I'll uh, keep her right there in front of Miss Sanders in the one hole. And if, if Kelsey gets on and then Riley, and then you're going to have fronters at the corners with some big, big bats behind her, I think my lineup is looking very, very strong, brother. And – I'm going to go back to Lakeland once again, and I'm going to grab another bat, and I'm going to go with Katie Atkins. Okay. God. All right. I thought you were about to take what I wanted to take. That's okay. That, 350, that, 351 average, 18 doubles. That will play. She'll be your uh, DP? Yes. All right. I think we're kind of getting towards the end of it, but where where are you at? Or is it, um, what are the teams looking like? Um, Kayla and Autumn in the circle. Okay. Abigail Thompson at third, Bautista at short, Haley Harrell in left, Ashton Owen in center, Katie Atkins at my DP. So I'm in need of a right fielder, catcher, first base, and second base. Right, and so you have Seconder on the mound, Rowell catching, Killingsworth at first, Meade second base, Maggard at shortstop, Friend in center, and Sanders at your DP. Okay, so I need two outfielders and a third baseman. And a pitcher. All right, got it. All right. Okay. How do I want to go about this? How do I want to go about this? All right. I know how I want to go about this. I am going to go Erica Stahl, the one of the most clutch hitters in Columbus, Georgia, and towards the end of the year, probably the best bat in that fire lineup down the stretch. Huge two-run home run and the – Bottom of the sixth inning against Oregon Tech. They were down two to one. Stahl hits a two-run shot to left to flip the script. She led a very powerful lineup with 57 RBIs and 22 doubles along with a three-six average. And I saw that's my pick. I got Erica Stahl, and you got four picks, and I got three left. Go ahead, brother. So with my next pick, I will go a little bit north. And I will take Alyssa Smith from USCB with a solid 395 average and a 15 out of 15 stolen bases. So there's a little speed for me in the outfield. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, not not a ton of steals, but when she stole, she got it right every time. Cannot 
go wrong with that at all. Um, I think I will add a, that kind of same combo and stay a little bit further north from where we're at with that average and perfect stolen base combo with Malia Jones from Coastal Georgia. 388 average, 29-29 on the bags. Can't beat that. There you go. All right. We got three and two left. Who you got? So, I'm going to go with Sarah Thinger from Coastal Georgia, second base, 393 average, and 30 base on balls. Awesome. Awesome. Love that. And I yeah, I you know I think Coastal Georgia, I don't I don't want to say disappointing, but I, they were a team all year. They were my pick to win the conference. Um, back on the very first episode, I, I I keep my own receipts and I cashed good ones before, and I have to cash a bad one now. You know, I had Coastal Georgia winning the whole Sun Conference. Uh, I believe Southeastern knocked them out. They had different plans. Ultimately, Weber won the conference. Southeastern and Weber. Uh, shout out Polk County making it to uh, Columbus. Unfortunately, it just wasn't in the cards for Coastal. However, that won't stop me for dipping right back into the Mariners' pot. And for the third pick in a row, it's going to come out of Brunswick, Georgia. And I'll take McCall Merritt over at third base. Uh, she led the Mariners with 15 doubles along 42 RBIs, 350 average. A little bit of pop in the bat with four home runs. Excuse me, this one's just for you, Josh. You had four dingers on the year, man. Four dingers. I, I love it. Yes, sir. I'm gonna go behind the plate with my next pick. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to West Palm Beach and grab Cassie Query. Query. Yeah, yeah, you yep, Query. I think. Pretty sure that's right. <laughs> and my, led the Seahawks with eight dingers. Eight dingers. I think they were like I think she was one of three or four tied with eight. I think she had eight. Haley had eight and forget the other one, one other girl, uh, one, one other young lady had eight. I think we were all tied at eight across the board. No, that's, that's a very good pick. Ash uh, Owen, my center fielder had eight dingers. That was the other one. Okay. There it is. Attaboy. All right. So I think we're down to two picks left. I need an outfielder and a pitcher. So why not? Why not make three picks out of, from coastal Georgia? And I will go with Haley Dickerson. Uh, she she, she uh, was a DP a little bit. She hit a little bit. She will be my second pitcher. 2.2 ERA, 19-9 and nine, with 136 punch-outs on the campaign for the Lady Mariner. And that wraps me up in the mound. And I now have one pick left, I think. No, you are complete. No, I'm complete. I'm done. And my last pick. All right. Go back to Lakeland, and I will select Chapel Cunningham, Southeastern, 449, 20 out of 20 stolen bases, and a 986 fielding percentage. Wow. Yeah, 986. That, you know what? That's very similar to a pick you made uh, last, week, last week with Louie. That'll play. That'll play. All right. So let's, uh, let's go and look at it real quick. Let's look, up at, let's look at our matchups in the circle. So – Pitching a first, you got Kayla and I got Claire. I mean, you're a little bit more, a little bit more opinionated on this because you were around it more. So, and yeah. you, who do you think gets the nod there? Uh, it, it's tough, dude, because they they played against each other twice, 
and in huge, huge games. Kayla got the first one. Claire got the second one. You know, to, when you look at the regular season and throughout the year, you know, Kayla was probably the best pitcher in the country. But in postseason play, outside of the young lady from Oklahoma City, who um, my, my mind's blowing, number 17 for the stars. Uh, oh, man, Carp is going to kill me when he hears this, and I can't remember her name. Uh, sh- shout out Brandon Carp. Cart, by the way, great photographer uh, for Oklahoma City and all across the Sooner Athletic Conference. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's about as close. I think honestly, the four pitchers in the mound, I don't think we're going to get that. The, they ain't much give. You know, part of me, I kind of want to say, Kayla. Um, I, oh God. By the way, you 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 know Kayla's no longer in, uh, at Weber, right? I have not been informed of that. Oh wow! Well, this is breaking news for you, but it has. It, it she she's said it. It's how I'm not uh, spoiling anything, but she has transferred to St. Leo, a Division two school. Wow. Yeah. So Weber has lost two of their best bats, their head coach, and their best pitcher. That's going to be tough. That's going to be very tough. I'm. Yeah, yeah, very tough, very tough for Weber. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we'll see you going forward on that. But um, honestly, I think you might have a slight nod in the in, in the circle because I do think the only real difference is when you look at that second pitch. I think Autumn Hunter is better than Haley Dickerson. Um, so I think you have a slight edge. But honestly, dude, if there's not, it, it, it's very close. And Haley's got nasty stuff too, but I do think Autumn is um, better than Haley. But I think with Claire and Kayla, I think the only difference is Kayla's been there, done that a little bit more than Claire. But now Claire has that experience, not only at the conference tournament level, at the regional level, but now at the World Series level, where she went toe to toe with some of the best in the country. Um, so I think that's about as close as it gets. Um, Let's just go ahead and go instead of go, kind of go up. We'll, we'll make our lineup later. Let's just go position by position as far as um, doing the ranking or what, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, designated player. Who? So mine is Riley Sanders. Who's your DP? Um, Katie Atkins. I'm going to have to go with me. Yeah. That. Riley Sanders wins that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, behind the plate. Well. Yes, K- uh, Kayla Rowell, definitely. Yep. All right. Two uh, uh first base. Um, I will go ahead and take that one from you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got four fifty. Come on. No, yeah, you got it. Uh, three one second base. I'm up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got Jamie Mead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shortstop. Um, I'll take that one. Three seventy five with seven jacks. Daniela. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Three. Sorry, Mimi. Sorry, Mimi, but Daniela was an absolute monster down in my gardens. I was going to have to take that one. Yeah. Uh, hot corner. One, two. Do what? You get that one, too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, again, sorry, sorry Abby. Great warrior, warrior life, but McCall. McCall, McCall Merritt, monster. Okay. Oh, that, that'd be a heck of a home, home run call, bro. McCall Merritt monster shot the left. 
yeah. All right. All right. So I have, what, what do we uh, got? Five three or five two or something like that? What? Um, let's see. Hold on. Or four two? I think four two. Five six. Yeah, four two. And I have right. Erica Stahl in left for you, and I have Haley Harrell. Um, I Haley Harrell hit three. All right, hold on. My three outfielders are Malia, Kelsey, and Erica, right? Yeah. Okay. Malia's going to go in left. Kelsey will go in center. Erica will go in right. Okay. I'll switch that for you. All right. And I'm going to have to reevaluate mine just off that. Okay. I can tell you Haley played center for Southeastern. Ashton, I think, I'm pretty sure she played left. No, Ashton played center as well. Ashton played center as well. Okay. I, I put Ashton in. Center. I, I I mean, it's not not really a huge deal. It doesn't really matter a whole lot. I mean, you know, the outfield, you know, eh, you know, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have Ashton in center, Haley in left, and Alyssa Smith in right. So right field, Alyssa Smith, three ninety five, Eric Lestall, three fifty six, but fifty seven RBIs. So I I think the the ribbies at fifty seven and twenty two doubles. I think that one might have to go your way. Yeah, and I mean, just the way Erica played down the stretch. I mean, w- one of the most clutch hitters in the country. Two massive uh, late inning hits for Southeastern in the World Series, and I think she was the best bat in that fire lineup in the postseason. Even I mean, Jake I mean, with a ton of great bats in that lineup, dude. But I think Erica really showed out. So yeah, I think I'll take that one. All right, and center field, you got it. You got you got Ashton in the center field, right? Yeah, and then and yeah. but I have Haley. You have Malia. And Haley, Aidinger. Yeah, you got it. Yep, you absolutely got that one. I mean, Haley, the, the Weber Slayer herself, dude. Yeah, you got it. Not to mention, I mean, you know, we we talked a little bit earlier about the speed on Southeastern. Same thing with Haley. I mean, 34 for 36 on stolen bases and a great glove, dude. No, great. Yeah, you got it. So, what we get? Five, four? No, there's ten selections. You got six. I got four. Six four. I mean that's that's close. I mean that's about as close. I guess and I obviously got a little bit more soft on us than 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 you do. So I think that that that's pretty fair. But then again, that doesn't matter what we think. It thinks what it just matters what our lovely lovely uh, listeners think. I hope they shade with me a little bit more this this go around, guys. What the heck? What was that? We let the newbie come on and win. Not cool, dude. <laughs> Not cool. No, no. We, we like Josh, you know. I, Josh, cover your ears. But hey, hey, guys, remember what I told y'all last episode? You know, we're gonna have Josh on. I was gonna let let him win. You know, yeah, that kind of that. That's over. Y'all vote for me now. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, Josh. It's uh, no. Nah, I, I mean, these are these are two good teams, and you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier, dude. I would love to be able to put this together somehow. I don't really know how we would even begin to do something like this. I guess find somewhere to do it at. But I mean, I mean, just how awesome would it be to just get get either the guys out there for baseball or the girls out here for softball in and you know West Palm Beach or you know maybe somewhere in Polk County. But I, it, it, you know, if the Sun Conference was just in Florida, I, I think it could be a little bit more possible. But it'd be so impossible to try to get uscb coastal georgia thomas play you know what i mean i guess just it's not possible and what i really like about this softball draft is that it's a lot um it's really well represented amongst like 
five or six teams versus just like the three that kind of took it in the in the baseball draft. Yeah, you know when we talk, when we looked at this earlier, it is a kind of top heavy conference with softball and. And with baseball, we did let it get a little bit kind of dominated by Weber and Southeastern especially. But, you know, I mean, that, that Southeastern baseball team, dude, I mean. Absolutely unreal. Josh, you're like me. You've been watching sports forever, dude. Can you remember a time where a team has ever been that dominant from the start of the season, throughout the season, into the postseason, through the postseason, and then won the championship. Like I mean, the only the only thing I can really think of is a few Alabama teams that have ran through college football. That's literally probably it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you, you look at how dominant they were. I think that's very fair. I mean, obviously, you have like high school teams that have done stuff like this, but you know, on the college and professional level, I mean, yeah, I mean the Alabama teams. Um, you, you some teams that have been dominant, you know, I, this is why I said in the regular season through the postseason and then finished it because you've had teams like the 07 Patriots and then the 16 uh Warriors who were they, you know, they were incredible in the regular season, unbeatable, just untouchable in the postseason, they just couldn't finish the job. Um, you know, Southeastern had a little bit of scare there at the end, but you know. And I think about them is with with their game, and we're gonna cut. We're we're, we're gonna chop this pretty soon because I, I did want this to be a more softball episode. But you know, we just get to talk about southeastern baseball. You know, it is unfortunately it is what it is. Um, just they are that good. It kind of felt like they toyed with teams, dude. It felt like they they enjoyed letting a team get up by a run or two, and somewhere around the fourth fifth inning, they'd be like, "All right, let's start." played and then you know by seventh eighth inning they've have the game under control exactly dude i mean that was that was pretty cool to watch throughout the year don't get me wrong it was tough to watch because you know of course i i would have hoped you know the weber warriors would be national champions and yeah in the same breath it is it is cool to see it stay in the conference and it is cool to see that you know we got to play them and interact with them during the season and in Lewiston, it was it was pretty neat. Yeah, uh, and and tell me if I if I'm right about this, they seemed like a team where if you engaged with them and talked crap with them, they were going to give it to you back. But you know, they seemed like a pretty respectable team, especially for you know being as good as they were. Is that, is that fair, or am I a little off on that? No, I, I think that's I think that's correct because you know I've had conversations with their players and I know some players on the team and. You know, they're they're definitely some great guys. Of course, you know, 19 to 24-year-old males when they're competing obviously get lippy and sometimes disrespectful. That's just the nature of the beast. But they definitely they definitely were a class act for the most part. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's good to hear that, man. Um, it, they're a good team. And I, I, I think when I realized – I was like, this team can is going. It has the capability of beating anybody, and nobody's gonna be able to beat them twice. Was it? It was unfortunately the twenty to ten game, bro, because it it felt like we 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 had that game. 
Like it really felt like Weber was like we were, we were about to do it. Like we were about to give Southeastern their fourth loss. I think we were up like nine four nine five, and then when they turn it on, dude, it's it's just ugh. yeah yeah. See, it's it's fun to talk about them when they're not playing you, but when they're playing you, it's just hard to watch. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, no, they're a great team. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Um, next year, obviously, they've lost some huge arms and huge bats. Brian Fuentes has been absolutely killing it up in Windy City with the Thunder. I think he already has like four or five RBIs in a couple games, and he had a home run. He went three for four with two singles and a and a solo shot in his debut um, in the Frontier League. Uh, hey, who uh, is there anybody else in the conference you're playing with or against in your league? Um, I have the Georgia boy is on my team for summer ball um, from from Weber and Drake Dobianski from Weber is on one of the teams. Jacob Burr from Weber is on one of the teams. Gary Laura, Gary Laura is on one of the teams. Um, um, oh, what, oh, I, oh, 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 go ahead. Go, yeah. I think there's probably like five or six, maybe seven Sun Conference guys in the league. I saw uh, Scholler. I know, I know Chris Scholler over at St. Thomas. He's playing in some league. I don't know if it might be the same one you are or not. Yeah, I, I kind of thought about keeping up with uh, keeping up with it and really getting into the uh, the the off season deal with, with with the player. But that's uh, it's the off season. I'm I'm enjoying just a little bit of vacation time away from it. For now, because I know once the fall the fall comes, whew, yeah, calm before the storm, brother. Oh yeah, but uh, can't wait for it. Absolutely, um, I I haven't keeping up with it songs. I, I I haven't been posting about it, and you know, just been been a fan, been strictly a fan and whatnot, keeping up with everything. If I see something on Twitter every now and then, I'll repost it, whatnot, but not not making a huge deal to make content out of it or whatnot. Right. But um. All right, you just sent, all right, good deal. Just got that, screenshot that, get the list, we're going to send that over. All right, Josh, uh, I think we're about to wrap it up here, dude. Uh, hey, is, is Dobie or Mr. Ty in earshot? Um, no, they're they are not around currently. Okay, all right, well, I'll holler at them later. You got anything else you want to talk about or add to the episode, brother man? Um, no, I think that'll be it. I'm excited to see uh... – how this vote's going to turn out. See if I can do yeah. O on you. Okay. All right. Absolutely, dude. So, hey, speaking of uh, 2-0, you saw the Lightning got one bad tonight? I did see that. I also saw um, Ole Miss has a tight grip on College World Series out in Omaha. Hey, shout out the Reds, man. That's who I'm going for out there. Hotty toddy, baby. Hotty toddy. Oklahoma's looking solid. Um, I'm, I'm very glad to see Texas out of it. That was hilarious. Tennessee not making it. That's even funnier. Um, let's see who plays tomorrow. Isn't I think it's what Auburn and Arkansas in the elimination bracket. No, tomorrow is going to be Notre Dame plays A and M. Yes, Notre Dame plays Texas A and M in the first game, and it would make sense that Arkansas will play either Stanford or Auburn. That's already have Auburn beat Stanford today, right? So Auburn will play 
Arkansas. Cool. All right. Well, I'll be trying to. I've been trying to keep up with the song, but nah. If it was NAI, I'd, I'd care more about it. I, 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 I wonder if that sentence has ever been uttered before. If it were, if it were not Division One baseball, but NAIA baseball, I would definitely care more about it. So soon that would be something we we all say. But until then, we're just gonna keep on recording these podcasts, posting good content on social media, and doing what we can to help. Hashtag grow the game, Josh. I'm out. Love you, brother. Uh, all of you, all of y'all. Much love, and I will. We will see y'all next week. All righty. All right. See you, bud.